0: It's time for the Daily Stand-Up Podcast presented by Agile Dad with your host, Lee Henson. Without any further ado, let's get started. I had someone approach me recently and say, I hate Agile. And it took me off guard at first. It caught me off guard, but I was like, why do you hate Agile? And they're like, there's no way for us to determine whether or not Agile is giving us any success. It just feels like we are spinning our wheels and not getting a whole lot done. So Agile is terrible, and it's a bad path. I was like, wow, that's that's kind of extreme. And the truth is, out of all the different Agile paths that are chosen, Scrum tends to be the one that's most commonly implemented and tends to be the hub and the center of most people's Agile framework. So if this is true, then how... Could Scrum, the path to help us reach greater business agility, be part of an agile adoption practice that is not working? So I was challenged to identify three questions that you can ask to make sure that you're maximizing or even that you're getting value out of your agile implementation at all. So here are the three questions that I think everyone should be asking to get what I call the reality check that they're looking for. Number one, Are you truly getting a return on investment soon enough? It doesn't matter what product or service you're trying to build. Whatever product or initiative your organization undertakes requires a discussion about what is expected with regard to return on investment. Is it going to provide intrinsic value? So do you have business value, customer value, strategic value, organizational value, technical value? I think that if we just focus on delivering features and functionality output, we lose the whole concept of outcome, which is what our customers really want and find value, uh, find valuable. If we focus on that sooner, it significantly benefits your bottom line, gets things to market faster, and increases the speed of the feedback loop. Rather than tying up all your budget and time schedules and, and figuring and spinning your wheels without getting any return, tools like Scrum and Agile are intended to help you really deliver value incrementally and at a faster speed. So if you're not getting your return on investment soon enough, this is something you need to figure out what's happening. Do you have too much whip in progress or too much work in progress, whip limits? Um, how do we need to improve things so that we can make sure we're getting that return on investment early so that we're finding value? Okay, number two, do we have enough transparency, flexibility, and control over our investment decisions? Now, this one's interesting. I think that sometimes Agile fails in an organization because the people who are trying to do agile framework don't have any control over how the budget is expended, how it's delineated, how it's broken out. And what happens as a result is you end up in this cycle where you're spinning your wheels over time, but you're not delivering anything of value. So with that being said, while Scrum gives you and Agile gives you and your organization transparency, flexibility, and control over what you're doing because it focuses on delivering small slices of value in a potentially shippable product increment every sprint, if you are failing to deliver that potentially shippable increment every sprint, then you're missing out on a feedback loop. You're missing out on your ability to inspect and adapt and to apply the empirical process. You're missing out on your opportunity to pivot. So I think that if you think about it from an investment perspective, sometimes the best decision is to stop investing in an entire initiative. The sooner you stop, the better it is because you won't have as much waste. You haven't tied up people uh, from doing things for months or years down the line, and you discover what you really need and how it really increments. And I guess what I'm trying to say here is you need to have some flexibility about what you're doing. You need to have some control. You need to understand what those contributions are doing for you, and you need to roll with that. Okay. Third one, final question. How easily can you change direction or take advantage of opportunities and respond to risks? If you can't pivot very easy, you're probably not doing Scrum or Agile. It's one of these things where if you ask yourself the question and you say I can easily pivot to init- initiative B, then, then congratulations, you're well on your way. But if you say, "Oh, doing that would cause turmoil and things would explode and it would really cut a bi- you know a big hole into our profit and our- into our margin and it would cause us to have to do all these additional things," the reality check is that Agile's not meant to be overcomplicated, and I think that you should be able to change direction and pivot at any point. But some organizations just don't take the time to measure these three things. So the big question is how did you do? Did you answer correctly to all those questions? Or did you find yourself in a situation you, where you could require an agile coach pretty soon who can help you navigate and figure those things out? If you've reached a point where it says, hey, you could use some help, you know that's okay. Don't, don't sweat it. We certainly have lots of coaches that are available to help you and your organization be successful. If it says that you just need a couple of diagrams, you know we can provide you with those as well. Whatever it is that you need in order to help you be successful, you know we want to make sure that you and your organization understand how Agile impacts you and how Agile impacts the people that you do work for. Okay, that's gonna do it for this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. If you have a topic you want to discuss, feel free to send it over. Learn more at agildad.com. We'd love to hear from you. And as always, we encourage you to stay healthy, stay well, and stay Agile, my friends. Until next time, do take care we we'll